Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, and welcome, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, and video blogger, as well as podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski here. Welcome to the Drozcast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Today, we are continuing our climb up your mountains of goals and dreams. We are near the summit. Only 10% of your climb is left, but that last 10 can be the toughest if you let it. This is step five in my motivational keynote, Finding the Mountain Climber in You, aptly named The Final 10. Let's briefly touch on your homework or call to action from step four. My direction was to have you think of three ways to have fun during your grind time. In that last episode, I shared three scenarios where fun was had during my grind times. The first one was during that 10 mile hike that I took in Alaska and I was halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through. I stopped, took pictures, saw nature for what it was, walked along the babbling brook. It was amazing. The second one was when I was a restaurant manager and we had those very, very, very busy days and I would go out and get Slurpees for all of my employees so they could at least take a moment to relax, take a moment to relieve the pressure mentally and enjoy the taste of an ice cold Slurpee in a hot restaurant. The third one was the Bull Durham movie example about Kevin Costner's character that gets a quote, rain out, unquote, for their tired team. Regarding the Costner scenario, I wanted to briefly say that while this was a very fun example to get through your grind time, I do not suggest minor vandalism as a way to get through grind times in general. And I do say that tongue in cheek. So now on to your last 10. That last 10 in the physical realm could be that last 10% that you are physically driving, climbing to get up that mountain. Your body is exhausted. Maybe you are enduring muscle cramps, dehydration, exhaustion, or maybe all of those combined. That last 10%, while only a small percentage, seems to be the most difficult. Why? Well, in the climbing scenario, it probably is the culmination of the 90% of that climb that you have already done that has provided a lot of wear and tear on your body. So we've mentioned the body, but what about your mind? You have heard the term mind over matter before? It is true. And it is true that your mind is the factor that can help you get to places you never thought you could. Up the last 10 of a mountain or the last 10 of you hitting that finish line to your goals and dreams. So what is that last 10% as it pertains to climbing that mountain or climbing to your goal or your dream? At this point, folks, it really isn't physical anymore. That last 10% is all about the mental part of it. And in particular, that characteristic of your mental state that makes that last 10% so difficult. What is it? Doubt. Let me say it again. Doubt. You fight, scratch, and claw to reach the mountaintop of your goal or dream. You are so close. You've done all that you have asked yourself, and doubt starts to creep in near the summit. It is a rare person that never doubts themselves, no matter what they say or do. Even the most confident person deals with doubt. Don't let them tell you otherwise. Doubt is part of the human condition. And again, 
don't let anybody tell you differently. So I would like to share three stories with you about doubt from three people who on the outside seem like doubt would never creep in. The first one comes from the baseball world, a gentleman by the name of Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson grew up in a suburb of Detroit and was not just an outstanding athlete at his high school, but one of the most outstanding athletes in Michigan high school sports history. He was highly recruited for several sports out of high school, football and baseball being the two highest profile ones. Kirk eventually decided that he was going to go to Michigan State as a football player, had a stellar, incredible career as a wide receiver, one of the fastest people on the football field week in and week out during his years at Michigan State. But he always had that inkling to play baseball. So in his senior year at Michigan State University, he decided to play baseball and really took him down a new path as far as his professional career was concerned. Professional baseball scouts saw the power, saw the speed, saw all the things that he could do on the baseball field and talked Kirk into playing baseball rather than being a wide receiver in the National Football League. Kirk was drafted by the Detroit Tigers, quickly made it through the minor leagues, into the major leagues, and for those of you who know anything about baseball, became an iconic figure in Major League Baseball history with some incredible home runs that he hit at incredible times. But did you know that Kirk Gibson always battled doubt? Yes. He aptly named his doubt the beast. I had an opportunity many, many years ago, right after Kirk had completed his Major League Baseball career, and he spoke to me and just several other people in an intimate setting. And he had a really nice introduction. We showed a couple of his famous home runs, him running around the bases. And then he came out and he was bigger than life, but he talked about the beast. And even on those times that he would go up to bat and hit home runs in those incredible situations, in the back of his mind, he always was fighting doubt. There was always that bit of fear that he wasn't going to succeed. He called it the beast. And every day he said that he needed to defeat the beast. And that is putting positive thoughts in your mind as those negative ones start to creep in. He later became a manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks and does broadcasting now for the Detroit Tigers Baseball Network. But no matter how long I live, I will always remember that speech that Kirk Gibson gave to us about defeating the beast, defeating the fear that keeps even the most talented people from reaching their goals and dreams. My second story comes from the world of Hollywood. Most of you have probably heard of an actress or an actor named Natalie Portman. Natalie, uh, upon doing some research, has been in over 40 movies. But the ones that you may remember her most from are Star Wars, a movie called Jackie about Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. She was in Thor, the original Thor, and she also spent a lot of very memorable times, at least several times, hosting Saturday Night Live doing some very funny things as well. So Natalie, even as she got famous, never felt like she belonged. She suffered from something called the imposter syndrome. And let me give you an example of what the imposter syndrome is, or at least the definition of it. The imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. 
So eloquent is her explanation of this syndrome as it pertains to her. I am just going to read a quote that Natalie had, or actually a paragraph, about how it affected her, in particular in her time that she spent as a student at Harvard. Yes, incredible actress, incredibly smart, went to Harvard, but still doubted herself. Quote, from Natalie on being a Harvard student. So I have to admit that today, even 12 years after graduation, I'm still insecure about my own worthiness. I have to remind myself today, you as a Natalie are here for a reason. Today, I feel much like I did when I came to the Harvard Yard as a freshman in 1999. I felt like there had been some mistake that I wasn't smart enough to be in the company, in this company, and that every time I opened my mouth, I would have to prove myself that I just wasn't a dumb actress. Sometimes your insecurities and your inexperience may lead you to embrace other people's expectations, standards, or values, but you can harness that inexperience to carve out your own path, one that is free of the burden of knowing how things are supposed to be, a path that is defined by its own particular set of reasons. A very particular, powerful paragraph there that, uh, just shows no matter what you do, no matter how close you are to your goal and dream, no matter what that goal or dream is, doubt can creep in, even to the most famous of people. The last person that I would like to tell you about is me. I've told you in previous episodes about what I did in my younger years as an athlete, my years in the restaurant business, and now my going on two years of trying to develop my own business with my website, the book, video blogging, coaching, podcasting, etc. You guys know that. But I'm driving forth every day to get closer and closer to my goal. But sometimes, folks, no matter what I do on a particular day, what I say, what kind of advance the business makes, there still is a lot of self-doubt that creeps in more often than I would like. So what do I do? to keep driving, to keep moving, to get to that last percent, to turn that corner, to start to make DrawsTalks.com the success that I want it to be. It's fighting through those thoughts that Kirk Gibson talked about as the beast, replacing positive thoughts with the negative ones. It also has to do with the doubt that Natalie Portman felt. While I don't think that I have imposter syndrome, sometimes I do feel like maybe I don't belong in this business that I'm trying to get into. But taking those two experiences from them and applying it to my own life, I know that I will replace those negative thoughts with positive thoughts and keep moving forward because I believe and I believe in myself and I will make it up those last 10% to reach my own personal goal and dream. The Drawscast quote of the day. The quote of the day comes from the Never Doubt Yourself section of the World Wide Web. It comes from this famous self-help guru, Karen Salmonson. Quote, ban, delete, shred, obliterate the words, I am not good enough. In capital letters there, I'm not good enough. Unquote. I am sure those words, I am not good enough, are first ballot candidates for the Doubters Hall of Fame. In step six, the doubt has been overcome and we are going to reach the summit to our goal. You've reached it, folks. Now what? What do you do? You've reached the summit of your goal and dreams. We will explore this and much more the next time we meet inside the Drawscast. Speaking of motivation and leadership, thank you for listening. This is You Succeeding. Keep it up. Take care. 
Bye for now. Thank you for being part of the Draws cast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drazowski. Thank you and bye for now.